0: Shadow Corner fam, it's your friendly neighborhood, Fluffy Ninja, here to give you the Shadow Corner Podcast. I am your host, Cyan, your life coach. So, welcome to the discussion. I hope everybody's feeling great today. I hope everybody is striving, growing, and being, because that's what we're here for. So, I would like to start off our podcast with Code of the Week. So, here it is. I gave myself permission to feel and experience all of my emotions. In order to do that, I had to stop being afraid to feel. In order to do that, I taught myself to believe that no matter what I felt, what happened when I felt it, I would be okay, by Yama Van Zan. This quote, I feel it goes very well with our topic today, which is permission to feel, forgiveness and peace. I chose this topic of discussion because I wanted to talk about or put spotlight on the people that have numbed emotions. They stop feeling because of what people have done to them. They stop caring because no one was there to validate their feelings. Or no one was there to actually listen to them when they needed it most. So if you're listening to me right now, I hear you. I see you. And I feel you more than you know. And we have a lot to talk about. So today I want to go by a couple props, like when it comes to permission to feel, because... I wanted to ask what does it mean when someone says they give you permission to feel or when you say I give myself permission to feel what do you mean when you say these words because you can't say these lightly it's just like saying I love you and you don't mean it there's no point in saying it if you don't mean it so when I think about someone saying I get as like I give myself permission to feel I get from it that someone is trying to heal someone is trying to get themselves together finally learn how to love on themselves and to understand that past actions that they forgive themselves for. And they're not seeking forgiveness from the opposite end. I was always taught that with forgiveness, it's like fresh water going over your head. And when we hold grudges and when we hold things that don't belong to us anymore, it's like drinking poison and looking at that thing and wishing that they would die. But you're the one drinking the poison. So I want to go and dive in on some aspects when we talk about permission to feel. So the first one I got up is cultural barriers, is that when it comes down to you, in some cultures, emotions are non-existent. I say that because in the Black community, in some cases, when you go through things, it's exaggerated as if that you're not supposed to feel or that we're invincible to having bad days. And I feel like that is very weird stigma. But because of the stereotypes we've played for so long in, like in society or in, the, in community, it has affected that so heavily. What I mean by that is that, say, for example, you're the strong, independent woman or you're the strong friend. Anything that comes against you... You'll be able to bounce back every time. But what happens if when that strong friend doesn't have the will or the might to actually do that? What happens when they have said, okay, I'm tired. I quit. I can't do this anymore. I've been fighting and fighting and it seems like nothing is working. But then you have that one friend that's like, but you'll be okay. You're the strong friend. No, that's not the response I was looking for. I want you to come for me just like... I did you during your worst times or I want you to listen to me during like how I did during your time and challenging situation. But you're saying I can't I don't have permission to do that, to be like this because I'm the strong friend and I'm supposed to stay in that dynamic. That's a strong thing right there, because even me as a strong friend for me personally, there are going to be days where it's just like I ain't here. I have checked out. Because I'm tired. Cannot be strong forever. There are going to be times where you're going to have weak moments, but that doesn't take away from from who you are as a person. You're still human. You're going to have these weak moments. And whether we know it or not, not everybody is going to always want to be placed in those stereotypes for being the strong friend, the strong Black woman, uh, the strong Black man, being the rock of the family, being whatever stereotype here, because if you've seen it in movies, you've seen it in like your personal community group. You've seen it in maybe all around you when you're in school. There's always that one, either one black friend that has a specific role. And then when stuff happens and they can't fulfill that role in the group, it kind of gets kind of weird because When people are used to looking up to you and then you stop doing that because you're going through things, it kind of comes into like a weird lens. I hope I'm making sense in this, but it makes it hard for you to be able for them to realize that you're human too. You're not just a stereotype. You're not just the strong black woman. You're not just a strong black man. You're not just insert stereotype here. You're a human being. You have emotions, feelings and things that you want to express. And you keeping me in this box of what you think I should be is not helping my growth. So one thing to counteract the cultural part, stereotyping, when it comes to being able to feel is to honor the person that you're shedding in that moment. It's gonna be hard at first because this is like your survival mode. You've been this way your whole life, but you have to realize that Survival will only lasts, but so long until you get tired. The next thing you do in the process of forgiving yourself permission to feel, but give yourself and give yourself grace. Give yourself grace on the things that you cannot control. Give yourself permission to be able to have a selfish day where you just don't talk to anybody. Don't feel or be the, be the strong person for anybody. That you're just going through the toolbox of your emotions and figure out, where you are in this moment. Like I said, you're human. You cannot be everything to everybody and still expect, and I'm still expecting you to have that same energy tomorrow when your whole life is crumbling. And once you finish these two steps, you also have to give yourself permission to have peace. Give yourself permission to be able to understand that although I don't have everything in control or although I don't have everything right there in front of me or I'm going through a rough patch right now. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be just fine. I remember a time like that where it's like someone said, why don't you ever give yourself permission to feel? My response to them was always because I don't have the room to do so. At that time, I was in college trying to figure everything out. I had my own place, but still trying to figure out what bills were as a adolescent and young adult. And it's like, I felt like with the friends that I had, I could never express that type of issue because they wouldn't understand. Or at least that's what I thought. So I carried around this, these emotions of feeling like I was always all alone and not, even though I was surrounded by people, I always felt like I was alone. And I think at that moment, it felt as if like I was not getting the assignment that spirit was trying to give me. You see, I don't think there's ever been one time, at least in my family that I remember, that we all sat down and had a conversation about how we felt when my father passed or a conversation when we felt when things didn't go the way we wanted it to. The only default thing we had in this culture barrier now was that God was going to fix it. But that wasn't fixing me. I could say that phrase all day long, but I didn't mean it. It wasn't healing me. It was just something to say during suffering. So I set out on a journey to actually find out what does it mean to have permission to feel? What does it mean to go beyond the labels that's put on me, not only by society, but by the community I surrounded myself with? And the thing that I got was, in order for you to have peace, you have to forgive yourself for the things that you did not understand then and you understand now. Give yourself permission to feel those emotions grieve them grieve the people that left you grieve the people that didn't understand you grieve the people that didn't give you a chance to breathe oxygen in that moment and then when you finally do that walk forward take one step at a time giving yourself validation that your feelings matter your emotions matter your humanity as a person mattered and to the person that feels like that they're they're never going to find someone or people to love you because of who you are. You are so wrong. There's so many people that's waiting for you. Remember, broken crayons still write the same. Broken pencils still write the same. And it's not going to change anything if you don't let those emotions out. If you want to scream, scream. If you want to yell, yell. Do what you got to do to get them out. And the lightness that you feel once they're gone, it's like no other thing that you ever feel. And that's when peace washes over you and you start to understand why you had to go through it. So I want you to indulge me for a second. I want you to to grab a piece of paper and grab a pen and close your eyes. And I want you to visualize a time where you felt like someone made you feel either unwanted or feel like you could not feel or someone didn't validate your feelings because either they didn't have time for it, or they thought you were doing too much, or you walling like any of that, and write them down. And then under that situation, I want you to write the three emotions that you felt. Once you write those three emotions, I want you to ask yourself this question. Have I grieved them yet? Or have I expressed them yet? Have I given myself permission to express them? If the answer is no, we got some work to do. Why didn't you give yourself a chance to express those emotions? Why didn't you give yourself a chance to actually feel what you feel? Did you feel as if that if you did that, that you'd lose people? Did you feel that way because you didn't want people to look at you sideways, look at you weird because you know you? I mean, there's multiple There's multiple reasons why someone doesn't address the feelings when they first approach. But the number one that I've noticed when that happens is shame and the guilt of being selfish. Selfish with the feeling of giving yourself that moment or denying that you even need that moment because you're supposed to be this stereotype. You're supposed to be this type of person And this is happening to you. I'm going to tell you this now. No matter what type of person you is, everybody is going to have a comeback moment. They're going to have a, I don't know if I can do this moment. And you're going to have to go through that type of stuff. Like you're really going to have to feel it because that's what spirit puts it there for. I can give you another example from my life and what I did not know about expressing my emotions. When I was like 12 or 13, I had someone that I looked up to and anytime their older sibling came around, I didn't exist. And I I felt heavily on that. And I was highly upset. I felt like I was the toy in the toy box that you only pull out when you feel like it. And I wanted to tell them that. But at that time, if me saying anything like that, I felt like I wasn't going by the standard of staying in a child's place. So I had no way to actually navigate through those emotions. So it came out as anger until one day I decided personally at that time, 12-year-old, 13-year-old Cyan decided that she had enough, that she wasn't invisible, that she was here in your face and that you were going to acknowledge her. I kicked her door down. It was her bedroom door. And she was like, have you lost your mind? And I let her have it. I told her, I was like, I am sick of your excuse my French, I am sick of your shit. When that person comes around, you act as if that I do not exist. And that hurts me. And you act as if that it's just another day for you. And that's like, I went in. And during that time, I was just learning how to cuss. So I could have been cussing the worst way. I can only imagine, my God, what else I said. I can't remember all of it, but I remember that specific sentence. I was like, I am sick of your ish because of insert here. And She later on acknowledged it, but then she swept it under the rug like nothing happened. I didn't get a sorry, which in some cases I felt like I needed one. I didn't get a, I see you, because that didn't exist in that household. So I was left with a little bit of anger and trying to figure out how to navigate it. Now that I'm older and I've learned my tools, I realized that that was not the right way to handle things. At least I was not violence with it. And I'm giggling at myself about this because there would have now, me now, there would have been so many other ways I could have handled it, but I didn't. But I say that, and I give you that story to tell you this, you're going to have moments just like that, where you're going to get sick and tired of people telling you what you are, telling you what you're not, telling you that your feelings, you need to put them aside because that this is not the time, but a place for it. You're going to have those moments, but you also are going to have the moments where you're going to have to feel them, let them play out, and forgive yourself after, whether it was good, bad, ugly, or unfortunate. Another way I can tell you that makes it hard to express your emotions in this category is when people make it seem as if that you are the problem. Now, this is the tough one because sometimes unconsciously you are, and that you might overreact because no one's ever called you out on it. But then there's other times where you just want someone to hear you. You want someone to acknowledge that you're human. So what I want you to take from this episode today is that, number one, you are human. There are times where you're going to have outlashes. There are times that you're going to have moments where it's not so kosher. But you have to give yourself grace after it happens. You have to give yourself grace after it happens and give yourself permission to feel them. The second thing I want you to take on is this. You are human. No matter what the situation, no matter what the jargon, you are human. And you're going to have days where it's like you're not at 100% all the time. You're not gonna feel like doing a lot of things. Sometimes I don't feel like recording on some days. Other times I don't feel like editing some days. It happens, but I give myself permission to feel those feelings and I give myself permission to sit in them. And then once they passed on, I say, thank you. And I move on. I know for some people, it's not that easy. They have to go through a whole process, but it's just that, a process. Also, it's also no excuse to use the word. And I forgot to mention this because this is a word. This is a sentence that has been said a lot of times. There's two sentences. The first one is, that's just me. You cannot use that sentence at all. Not saying that I'm telling you what to do in this sense. It's just the fact that when it comes down to owning you and owning your actions, that sentence doesn't go with your growth. So you have to let that go. It doesn't go with what you're trying to do. If you want people to understand you better, you're going to have to learn the tools to be able to do so. And coaches like me, or anyone that is a certified therapist can help you with those types of things. You can always make appointments. Also, the second sentence is that I'm just saying. That sentence I've met more than once and it's not a bad sentence to say, but it also is one of those non growthing type of sentences that makes it seem like you're just stuck at who you are and you never can change type of situation. When you know that you can change. You have it in you to change. It's just up to you to want to do it. So that way you can communicate better, express your emotions better. So that way it doesn't seem like you're trying to get people to forcibly get you, if that makes any sense. So as you're going throughout your week, I want you to practice a little bit, uh, practice emotional intelligence to this day. Now, for those of you that don't know what emotional intelligence Emotional intelligence is the capacity to be aware of, control and express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships uh, justly and empathetically. So in layman's terms, being able to feel the emotion that you're feeling, acknowledge it, let it go on its way and handle things in a way where it's non-confrontational. It doesn't make the environment around you or the energy around you hostile. And it also helps you to recognize your triggers, which we'll be talking about triggers and patterns in a couple episodes away from here, but we can save all that. So what I want you to work on personally is learning how to forgive yourself, learning how to giving yourself permission to give yourself peace, give yourself peace of mind, a peace of mind, give yourself permission to feel everything, no matter what happened in that moment. You have a right to your feelings. And if people make you feel less than for that, then those aren't your people. Or those are people that don't understand why you do the things that you do. But if what you're doing is negative, it's up to you to actually fix it. If you have toxic emotions, toxic manipulative tendencies, whether it be conscious or unconscious, you have to fix that because nobody wants to be around that in the long run. So, just be very mindful of what it means to have emotional awareness or have emotional intelligence and then work towards that. And as you're doing that, we'll start to build a better community, a better space to where we understand to say what we mean and mean what we say. But that's all the time that I have today. I hope you got all the nuggets out of the session. Remember to do your journal prompts that are in the show notes make sure you say the affirmation, answer those questions truthfully, honestly, and don't forget that I am rooting for you and that I see you and that I hear you and you have every right to feel how you feel. I love you guys. And I hope y'all have a wonderful evening, a wonderful night, a wonderful morning, whatever time zone you're listening to. And then I'll see you in two weeks. Hi, everyone. It's your coach, Cyan. Thank you so much for joining in on the conversation for this week on Shadow Corner. Please don't forget to follow us on all our social media, Facebook, Shadow Corner Fam, Instagram, Shadow Life Coaching, and TikTok, Shadow Corner Life Coaching, LLC, where you can get more tips on continuing the journey to you. And I'll see you in two weeks. Let's be great.